hello, 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 podcast listeners. Welcome to another edition of PWC Connections, the podcast. They're letting us keep doing this. I can't believe it. Over and over and over and over again. This is our 40th episode, believe it or not, and we have a good one coming up. Uh, First, let me introduce myself. I will be one of your hosts. My name is Lamont Henson, and joining me, I'm so fortunate to have... Courtney Lucas. What's going on, Courtney? Hey, not much. How are you? I'm doing well, doing well. We're into November, early November. How are you feeling? Good. The leaves are falling. It's pretty outside. It's getting chilly. Yeah, it looks like a an autumn uh, greeting card. Yeah, just about everywhere you go. So I dig it. It's a good time. Time to start layering up, putting mm-hmm. on things like that. And we have our guest, one of the officers. It's rare that we can get one of them to not be busy and to join us in this little old bucket. But we have our uh, human resources officer, Mister Bobby Russell, joining us. How you doing, Bobby? I'm doing well. Good afternoon, everyone. Yes, sir. Thanks for coming. Absolutely. Thanks for the invite. So it's November, uh, and we are going to be celebrating Veterans Day on the 11th of November, and we thought it was a good time to kind of get Mr. Russell to join us and talk about some of the career opportunities that we have available and some of the things happening when it comes to uh, opportunity, transition, uh, you know, and things employees are trying to do and, and how we how we recruit for potential employees. So we have a couple little points we want to touch on and who better to talk about these things with than Mr. Russell. <laughs> right. I agree. So Bobby, we're going to start off by, you know, making it light. If you would, I, I've, I've already said your title, but what does that mean? What does uh, HR officer mean and how long you've been with PwC? Yeah. So being a human resource officer, I mean, you get an opportunity to uh, be introduced to a lot of different um avenues and activities and HR type employee relations type of issues and concerns and opportunities that comes our way. Mm-hmm. Been here going on about 12 and a half, be 13 years in May of 22. I've certainly enjoyed uh, the time that I've been here. There's been a lot of change within the organization and uh, HR has certainly been right in the middle of that sure. uh, because uh, PwC is built with the human capital component mm-hmm. and uh which is the best asset to have within your organization right and it takes a lot to keep that asset in place intact and moving the yardsticks so why have they entrusted you with the ball to move the the yardsticks if you would tell us a little bit about your, your background and how you arrived in this seat yeah, so after graduating from uh, UNC Charlotte. Go Niners. Go Niners, for sure. <laughs> um, I started out in the manufacturing uh, career opportunity with Burlington Industries and then moved into the human capital component with Burlington, uh, running some plants and director of uh, HR in some of the facilities and uh, was promoted up to the corporate uh, location to do training and development as well as uh, human resources and uh, supported the sales organization up in New York City um, and did a lot of different fascinating recruitment and training initiatives and uh, with that organization for about 15 years. Um, uh, as you know, textiles kind of took a left turn after a lot of agreements were signed that uh, didn't support textile manufacturing in the United States. And so I jumped off of that ship and went to uh, Nortel Networks where I was the um, human resource senior advisor for the global logistics organization. So I was flying all over the world, setting up logistics uh, centers 
uh, and moving a lot of telecom equipment around the world uh, with the different uh, employees that we had in different nations across the world. I really enjoyed that for the, probably the five or six years that were there, but we took a, a, a nosedive there from a Nortel standpoint as things started to change in that industry. And, and then I landed with a startup company called Biolex Therapeutics, where we were in the process of making um, a therapeutic drug uh, for hepatitis C. So I did a lot of recruitment there and training and development for research scientists and physicians and clinical trials and so, you know, during the pandemic, when you talk about clinical trials and uh, research and all that type of stuff, I know exactly what it takes to bring a, a vaccine or a drug to the forefront. Mm. It takes a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of research uh, to do that. So I, I was in the belly of that for about three or four or five years. And um, then I saw this great opportunity to come join the Public Works Commission here in Fayetteville. And joined here back in uh, 2009 and has been uh, thoroughly enjoying the, the leadership of HR and, and uh, have the model in place to where every employee has an HR advisor that they can reach out to to get all their HR needs met. Wow. So you, you certainly understand transition. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's no <laughs> question about that. So what do you do on a day to day? It sounds like you have a lot of things that fall under your umbrella. Mm hmm. So, you know, benefit administration is no a, typical is day. day. I'm no, no typical day. Every day is different. I think that's what I really like about HR is every day brings a different opportunity, a different um, um, uh, avenue that you can go down, something that you need to stretch yourself with. Some, some employees bring something to the table that you've never heard of or never been introduced to that you think you haven't. And I thought, wow. This is fantastic. Right. Another day on a, on a long journey from an HR standpoint to try to help employees um, manage their way through uh, this organization, the PwC, and, and uh, do our best to try to keep them engaged. So it's a it's a day-to-day -day challenge. It's a day-to-day -day experience. Right. It's a day-to-day -day enjoyment mm -hmm. uh, to uh, be in a position like this. But, um, you know, overseeing benefits, overseeing the uh, salary administration, the recruitment activity, the medical activity that takes place within our organization. Um, it's, uh, it's a big job. Um, and from a community standpoint as well, and from a recruitment and reaching out in the community and engaging with the community and trying to bring the, bring the best workforce here that we possibly can to keep this big PwC enterprise moving forward. How, how would you describe the diversity of our workforce in terms of, of not just ethnicity, but age, uh, work experience, all, the, the whole gambit. Yeah. So when I first came in 2009, the average age was probably 48, 49. Um, and now in 2022, it's 42, 43. Okay. And continually getting younger. Shaving it down. Yeah, we're continually <laughs> shaving it down as, as millennials and, and Gen Z, X, Y, and all those. <laughs> coming LMNOP. To, yeah. Coming to the workforce. Um the average tenure with the organization when I first came was probably 15 to 20 years. Now it's down to like 10 to 12. Mm. Okay. Uh, as our baby boomers and those before the baby boomers begin to exit the workforce. People not holding on for the gold watch. No, no, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so we, we have experienced a lot of um, retirements this year. Typically, um, we average about 15 to 20 a year. Mm -hmm. uh, we're more like 20 to 25 this year. Wow. 
Um, so people are really exiting the ship um, in good fashion. I mean, they've certainly put their time in. Most of them have put in 25, 35 years with the organization and are looking for another adventure in their life. And we certainly support that. So, you know, when I first came here, uh, CEO said, you'll never be fully staffed. And that's certainly one of my goals to be fully staffed. Um, but we're always chasing that rabbit. We we have yet to be fully staffed, yeah. and, and it's been 12, 13 years. And um, because of the retirements that we have and uh, because our turnover is not high, I mean, we retain about 95% of our employees. But that 5% that leaves, that 30 or 40 a year, that leaves us always searching for 30, 40 employee, new employees every year coming on with the organization. So. It'd be great if it happened all at one time. <laughs> it happens throughout the year. And, and, and talking about those averages, have you had to make like adjustments because of COVID? Has there been like a, a hiring freeze or, or people a little bit more reluctant to work? Unfortunately not. I mean, we, we still have the services that we have to provide our customers. And um, we stayed real steady on the recruitment trail. And uh, thank goodness there was a lot of candidates out there for us to draw from and we've been able to fill a lot of those positions as they come available uh, so we, we keep our nose to the to the grind and uh, do our best to try to recruit the top talent that we need for this organization sure. sounds good mm -hmm. <laughs> now it's november and I, I mentioned in the intro that we're going to be celebrating veterans day this month uh, for those who may not be familiar, if you're listening to this great podcast over in one of those nations that Bobby used to work in and <laughs> <laughs> overseas, you may not know that Fayetteville is right next to Fort Bragg, which is a military community. And uh, how has that relationship or having those type of residents, uh, how's that impacted career opportunities? Have we seen um, a lot of a lot of military folks trying to transition into the utilities industry, as well as our current workforce. What does that look like with uh, veterans that are, or folks that used to serve in the armed service? Yeah. So we, we do visit Fort Bragg um, yearly uh, to engage in their job fair that they have for employees that are transitioning out. Uh, we have hired um, on multiple occasions, uh, military veterans, um, and some that have transitioned out of Fort Bragg, uh, we have to work out the timing element on when it's best to recruit them because they have a transition period that they have to satisfy before being released from oh, the military. I didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so, and there's a, a lot of paperwork and I forget what some of those forms are called mm -hmm. that they have to complete before they can complete be released and there's some certain um programs that they might have to fulfill certain classes they might have to fulfill but uh, they want to make sure when they exit out they're exiting in good standing and we certainly want that uh, um, as we recruit them here <clears throat> currently within our workforce we have those who have self-identified about 49 veterans wow with the pwc organization that's a good number that's a really yeah impressive number it is, it is. And, and we were talking about uh the veterans day breakfast that's coming up for our employees a lot of times we're always promoting stuff that we're doing for our customers even though some of our employees are our customers as well and uh it, it just may not get out there the stuff that we try to do for our employees mm -hmm. to let them feel appreciated internally 
with the new CEO, Elena Ball, coming on board. You guys have you know, put together this new initiative. Uh, if you would, just touch on what the breakfast is about. Yeah. So next Thursday on November the 11th, 730, we're going to bring all the, the, the PwC employee veterans into the break room, and we're going to have breakfast that's going to be uh, brought in nice for them. And um, we're going to have a little program that we want to have for them to just say thank you for what they did in the military and thank you for their service and just kind of give them a, a, a time to honor them for what they've done for us from a, not only a company standpoint but as a country um we got someone that's going to sing for us nice. wow. okay and, uh, cool we're going to have a speaker here as well okay that uh, will give uh, back he's a military veteran mm -hmm. and they will give back uh, uh their thanks and honor of all the employees that are served in the military for PwC as well. So right. this is something great. that we want to start with. Yeah. Uh, uh, we'll grow it as years goes by and uh, continue to, to uh, advance this uh, to give due respect for those who gave their lives for us. Initiatives like that to show appreciation to the employees are greatly appreciated. I love when I'm fed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you know I do. <laughs> that just made me think about some of the other benefits and perks to working here at PwC. Uh, like the Lunch at Work program where there's a program we have uh, food trucks or vendors that come to the facility and set up so our employees do not have to travel and use up some of their uh, lunch break time. To, to get to a place or an establishment, we have vendors come here, and this also creates local partnership. This is yes. an opportunity for, uh, you know, local business to mm -hmm. kind of do stuff with PwC. That's just one of the benefits and perks. What are, what are some of the other things that make PwC such an attractive employer? Yeah, well, you know, the one that really sticks out is the um, local employee retirement system, the elders, uh, local government, and um, they, they call it the old-time pension plan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> which a lot of organizations don't have anymore. I mean, they, they do have their 401k and some match, some don't. But we have the elders plan as well as the 401k plan and the 457 plan, which is the deferred comp plan. Um, the medical benefits are really good. We have the flexible spending account that goes along with that. So healthcare has really been a big plus for us. And as you retire, you can take that with you up until you're age 65. And then you go into a Medicare plan from there. But the life insurance, we have the old Fayetteville insurance uh, company that's local to Fayetteville to offer a lot of voluntary benefits with us as well uh, that employees take advantage of. I think we have over 300 employees taking advantage of some of the voluntary benefits that we have um, sponsored through the old Fayetteville um, insurance company. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of telecommuting opportunities. Um, you know, the pandemic has pushed us into that arena. Um, we probably have about 60 employees that are permanently working from home okay. now, and that's growing. I mean, we had... How do I sign up? For <laughs> <laughs> we need you here for the podcast. <laughs> but um, uh, that's been a big plus. You know, the pandemic really helped us in that initiative in pushing employees to the house, and uh, it has been a big success for our organization, and we don't look for them to come back into the building because they're doing such a great job where they are. We just recently uh, had two employees to relocate to Florida. Mm. Wow. And, and they're telecommuting. Yeah. I That's think awesome. Pearl. Didn't Pearl go? Pearl went. Yeah. That's awesome. 
yeah, she she is she is there and uh, she is on the phone with customers. Good deal. Customers who have no idea they're talking to somebody that's down exactly ninety five. Right. Yeah, ninety five. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, that's been a a, a big one uh, for us, and um, we continue to look at other options uh, from a benefits to increases. Um, you know, we brought in this one called Well Beats, to where it's an online type of uh, stretching and wellness type of program that you can do exercises in your own office. You can do your exercise at home. Uh, so that has also been a big pandemic uh, success for us to have those type of platforms that where we keep people kind of engaged with what we're doing. Sure. Those are some key highlights, I would say, for, uh, I guess, people already in the workforce. But what about for the young and up and coming folks looking to enter the workforce? What are the, the, some of the things we have in place there? Yeah, so we do have a, uh, a inside gym uh, wellness center that they can take advantage of. There's an there's an outside CrossFit area right now that uh, you can take advantage of too. Uh, we're looking to kind of revamp the CrossFit uh, by bringing in probably a coach here probably in the spring of next year. But that's been a pretty robust uh, program for us. Um, they're looking at building walking trails and possibly other type of wellness type initiatives. I think um, that's one component. The other one is advancement opportunities with career choice program that we're bringing in to where if you don't start out in the career that you want to finish up in, it's available for you to finish up in that career. So, you know, our motto is for you to be all you can be with PwC. Right. Mm -hmm. And we in HR certainly want to get you to that point to where you're a shining star here. <laughs> <laughs> I know I feel that as an employee. I appreciate it. I'm curious about the um the STEM program, the ICON program, and our internship program. Yeah, so we just asked the officers to come back to us with um, who they would like to, or would they like to have an intern in the summer of 22. And we're trying to get ahead of that because um, students are always looking for opportunities to where they can make money in the summertime. Yeah. Um, so that initiative is ongoing now. Uh, the ICON and STEM program typically starts in the April-May time frame. Uh, we got to get back with the Cumberland County School System to see if we're going to have ICON in 2022. It looks favorable that we can have it. Uh, last year, from a summer intern, college, university intern, I think we had 16 mm. on site. Okay. And I thought, wow, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. I mean, we started thinking we're only going to have five or six and ended up with 16. So that was a big plus. And we were, we were able, even during the pandemic, to handle it very safely. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, they complied with every procedure and policy that we had in place. So it was, and it was a big benefit for all of us. So those programs are up and coming. We certainly want to continue to reach back to the high school level to um, show high school students what all PwC has to offer. And it's a lot that we can offer. Absolutely. And we're just trying to get them over here so they can see it. Or we can go to them so they can see all the career opportunities that we have with this organization. And the relationship with Fable Tech, it looks like it continues to evolve. Uh, you know, I, the line worker program, the eight-week program, that's in place. And talk about the success of that. Yeah. So the, the line worker program continues to be a big success as we recruit as many as we can from that program. Um, and I encourage anybody who's out there wanting to start a career in line work, it's available through FTCC. We're going to put in place, hopefully next year, a scholarship type program 
to where you complete it, you come on with PwC, we'll reimburse you for nice. your time and money spent there. Um, Keeps getting get sweeter that. and sweeter. It does. It does. <laughs> it's just another tool of trying to attract the best talent to the organization. But we continue to, to build upon the relationship with them. And in 22, we're going to probably expand um, uh, the program to start up a water construction um, utility worker curriculum. Um, we've just been waiting to try to get this in place. And I think uh, the spring will be the launch of that program as well. So stay tuned for that. Oh, yeah. More to come. All these different uh, features that you've laid out, I guess that's one of the reasons or a few of the reasons why we were recognized by Business North Carolina Magazine as one of the best employers in the state last year as well as this year. How does having that distinction help with recruiting? Yeah, I think it continues to build the brand of PwC in North Carolina. Um, and anybody that's looking to uh, relocate within this area of um, Fayetteville, Cumberland County, Wake County, Harnett, whatever county. And surrounding areas. And surrounding areas. Um, it, it certainly puts us as the leader in this area for all the things that we offer employees. And it makes it very attractive for recruits to come and check out PwC and what we have to offer. Um, there's more that we're bringing to the table. And I think people are beginning to recognize what we offer. Mm -hmm. And I think they're beginning to uh, engage with where we're going as an organization. And there's a lot of uh, new things that we're bringing to the table that really excites new recruits. Uh, we have an organization development manager that's starting in December. Mm -hmm. That's going to really uh, spring launch a lot of the training and development initiatives uh, within PwC, that's going to make it even more attractive to be a part of this enterprise. Wow. Okay, so I've been listening to this podcast. Now I'm all excited. I want to join <laughs> PwC. Uh, how do I do it? How are you guys spreading the word? Uh, we, we mentioned the career fairs, but what are some other ways that people can throw their hat in the ring? Well, you know, you can always visit the website at FAYPWC.com. Go on to the career opportunities there, and we list it certainly out there. Uh, we also utilize like Indeed and the LinkedIn um, avenues where you can uh, see our posted jobs out there on those websites sometimes as well. And, sure. and you can always stay tuned to the podcast. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I was going to jump in there. Yeah, we, uh, we we help out with the communications for HR. So I can say I think they're they're posting. I know they're posting a new job weekly, sometimes yeah. multiple jobs each week. Uh, you definitely want to stay on our website, FAYPWC.com, Career Opportunities, as Bobby mentioned, as well as our LinkedIn. Uh, and, and, and look out for our other social media platforms as well, because sometimes there are little links that lead you back to the career opportunities. So on our Twitter, our Instagram, uh, even next door, it's all FAYPWC. Be on the lookout. Courtney, you got anything? I'm just grateful that I have a job here. This is a great place to work. <laughs> <laughs> Highly recommend it. Let, let, let me chase that rabbit. Courtney and I are both uh, in the succession program. Is the, uh, How is the development of that and how does that help with, I guess, filling the gap? Yeah. So um, a part of uh, the work within PwC is to develop leaders for the future. And, it may be on an officer level, it might be on a director level, manager level, supervisor level. So we're trying to incorporate a succession plan to meet all those levels within the organization. Uh, we've identified a few 
we need to identify more. I think totally we've identified 83 employees up to this point. Okay. Uh, we just came out of a session of session planning. Um, there's a lot of work we got ahead of us to do, um, but it's well worth it as we lay the groundwork on the future leaders of the organization and what we need to put in place when it comes to their development plan. Um, and um, so look forward for that in the upcoming months as well as we fully develop this platform to where everyone who really wants to to be in a leadership role certainly has the opportunity to do that. I like it. I do, greatly. Bobby, thank you for joining us and, you know, giving us the information about what's going on and making our audience aware of some of the opportunities that are available and resources that they can utilize in order to try to be a part of Fayetteville's hometown utility. Courtney, thank you for joining me again in the bucket and helping me thank you. Steer, my steer this thing. <laughs> Audience, thank you guys for tuning in and listening to another episode. Please continue to listen to PwC Connections wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it be Apple, Google, Spotify, all those platforms you guys know. Follow us on social media, F-A-Y-P-W-C. So uh, that's Facebook, Twitter, all those. Uh, thanks for tuning in to another episode. We will catch you next time.